On today's show, the University of Michigan is gearing up to test 3D printed autonomous cars. NAFTA passes China in light vehicle sales, and Subaru says it can sell a quarter million more vehicles in the U.S. just by boosting production. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for July 10th of 2015. As you well know, the Chinese vehicle market is the biggest in the world. But if you only count light vehicle sales, then the NAFTA region just edged past China. Sales reports from China typically include medium and heavy trucks, buses, and other big commercial vehicles. Most other countries do not include those vehicles in their sales reports. In June, there were 1.43 million light vehicles sold in China. The U.S. market did slightly better than that, with 1.47 million light vehicles sold. When you include Canada and Mexico, that number rises to nearly 1.7 million. Year-to-date sales tell the same story. There were 10.1 million light vehicles sold in China in the first six months of the year versus 10.4 million sold in NAFTA. Light vehicle sales in China are starting to slow down, and we can expect the gap to grow for the rest of the year. AutoNation, the largest retail group in the U.S. market, is dropping its relationship with TrueCar, a company which develops sales leads for car dealers. And the breakup sounds ugly. Automotive News reports that Mike Jackson, the CEO of AutoNation, said, and I quote here, TrueCar has made some onerous demands that are unprecedented in my 45 years in business and are unconscionable and unacceptable. Wow, Dems fighting words. Jackson said TrueCar wants AutoNation to turn over all customer information for all transactions, not just from the leads that TrueCar generated. The CEO of TrueCar, Scott Painter, says the split-up is a result of philosophical differences. AutoNation now wants to develop its own sales leads rather than rely on other third-party providers such as TrueCar, AutoTrader, and Cars.com. A few months back, Ford laid off hundreds of workers at its assembly plant in Wayne, Michigan because of slow sales of the Focus and C-Max. Now Ford will yank those cars out of that plant in 2018 and likely move them to Mexico. Some see this as bargaining tactic with the UAW, since contract negotiations are just getting underway. But it really has to do more with poor sales. The Focus dropped 20% just last month, and Ford dropped the price of the C-Max plug-in by $8,000. President Obama visited the plant in January, partly to praise Ford for building small cars in America. But some industry observers believe that if contract negotiations boost labor costs too much, other small cars could move to Mexico, such as the Chevrolet Sonic. We'll be back with more news right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles, and by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. There aren't many things more fun than to go out and thrash a vehicle around a racetrack, and now Volkswagen has the perfect car for you to do that. It's testing out a concept golf race car for the newly created TCR category, which stands for Touring Car Racer, in the International Racing Series. It's powered by a tricked-out version of the 2-liter turbo four-cylinder in the Golf R that now cranks out 330 horsepower and gets mated to a six-speed DSG gearbox. As you can see, the car is heavily modified 
with a chassis that's nearly 16 inches or 40 centimeters wider, a huge rear wing, and full roll cage. To accelerate development, Volkswagen will test out two cars for the four remaining races of this season to see how it performs under competitive conditions. All to evaluate the potential of a customer racing program for the 2016 season onward. Last year, Local Motors became the first company in the world to 3D print a car. And now it's just teamed up with the University of Michigan to test 3D printed autonomous vehicles. Local Motors will print three vehicles, which are the size of a golf cart, to test at U of M's autonomous and connected vehicle test site called M-City. The university says that one day in the future, these vehicles could be used to transport students or professors around the campus. Coming up next, Subaru says it could sell hundreds of thousands of more cars if it could only build them. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Last year, Subaru had its best year ever in the U.S., selling more than half a million vehicles. But the head of the company's operations in America, Tom Dahl, and our special guest on AutoLine this week, thinks there's a lot more potential to boost sales. In the following clip, he talks about whether the company needs another assembly plant to fulfill demand. No matter how many vehicles we bring in and how much extra capacity we add on, once we get them to the retailers, they find a way to sell them. So it's really a lot of fun to see really what it could be, but we definitely feel we could easily be probably 200,000, maybe 250,000 higher based on the demand that we're currently seeing in the market. So if you had well, more production capacity, you'd sell a whole lot more cars? We believe so, yes. Well, that's funny, funny you mentioned that number because that is roughly the number that you'd get from a new assembly plant. Uh, when is Subaru going to uh, make that decision? Well, we're going to be expanding our factory in Indiana already. You've probably seen we're going to be bringing the Impreza line over in the fourth quarter of 2016, so we'll get an extra 100,000 capacity when that comes on. We also produce the Camry at our factory in Indiana as well. And at some point, the Camry production will begin to migrate out of SIA back into Georgetown, Kentucky, where some other factory that Toyota will put that production in. But so, you didn't answer Joe's question. What about a new plant? Well, I think, I think with the existing factories that we have in, in Lafayette, Indiana, and the capacity that we're adding, we think we're going to be okay for the, for the medium term. Meeting 2020-ish time frame? 2018, 2020 in that time frame, yes. And then you take another look at the situation. That's correct. You can watch that entire show right now on our website, Autoline.tv, to learn the secrets behind Subaru's success in the U.S. That brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.